genre. Welcome everybody to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story a minute at a time with you guys, our listeners, and us, the hosts. I'm John. I'm Jeb. I thought that was very, very well said. Are you? You you very, very well articulated what a podcast is. You're mocking me, aren't you? I like that. <laughs> Buzz, look at him. That's not this minute, Jeb. You're not allowed to get into other minutes yet. It hasn't happened minutes. yet, No, Jeb. we're on minute seven. Stick to minute Who seven. Who knows what will happen? Minute seven, of course, starts with Woody walking up to the top of the podium and ends with him picking up a page of the doodle pad to read a little addendum to his meeting mm-hmm. notes. Basically, this is the meeting minute. Mm-hmm. Last minute, I talked about how it's kind of his assistant is Slinky Dog. Right. This minute kind of shows Woody's not a... He's an okay public speaker, but I don't think he's great at hosting a, a meeting. Meeting. Because no. he's not used to using Mr. Mike. No, he's not. Not only does he get the feedback... I feel like for if a kid's recording device might have like extra measures against doing feedback right. on the mic. But not only does he get feedback, what I kind of think... Mr. Mike might be kind of a newer toy among right. them. That's what it seemed like, a little too eager. Well, yeah, and they're not, not used to it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, he has to, like, back away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Woody kind of tests the mic. He's like, hello, anyone is... Also, shouldn't the toys be trying to be quieter? Yeah. And not using a microphone? Yeah, you I th- think. I feel like I would always be on edge if I was one of the toys and trying constantly to hide out. Mm-hmm. You know, and Frank that. And Frank, yeah, absolutely. We also see there's one new toy in this minute, but... Literally nothing about her. I think she's only seen in this minute. She's like a dolly. The one, yeah. The are you guys good hair. up front or up top? Yeah, on the shelf. We see her with the unibrow teddy bear mm-hmm. and the duck, the rubber duck that but, yeah. that we saw before. Yeah, but she's only she does here. Yeah, she just says she just nods and then that's it. Uh, she's such an insignificant character. The Disney Wiki combines her with the other two toys on that shelf for one article that is very short. Mm-hmm. Mostly talks about the teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Mr. Potato Head makes some kind of like, kind of douchey jokes. Yeah, he's a jerk. Is that okay to say douchey? Can I, I think so. Douchey? I think so. I can say it's douchey. It's 2017. Not only does he make the kind of, ooh, do we have to hold hands with our partners, which, you know, he makes the... Yeah, he's holding his own hand, which... Fairly solid joke. It's the only redeemable quality of what he... Says in the entire minute. But it feels a little bit uh, kind of like that 80s and 90s holdover of homophobia of, ooh, being a buddy with someone, maybe? Because there's only like, a couple girl toys. I did not read it and read into it that way. I took it more as, what, do you think we're children and we can't move by ourselves? Oh, like he's condescending toward that. Yeah, that's yeah, how that, I kind of took it. Cause it was that like, makes more sense. Yeah, because Ham's like, are you serious? And then... Rex is like, do we need a buddy? Yeah, he's he's like, oh, I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know that you thought we were children. Woody's very insistent. It almost calls back to Etch yeah. last minute. Woody is very paternal, not just toward Andy, but to the toys, which mm-hmm. makes sense because he doesn't actually technically really interact with Andy. Right. When Mr. Pinocchio is talking, he also hits the roly-poly clown out of the way. Which makes like a little jingle noise, but he's really kind of a, a, a tertiary villain in this because he's just a jerk. Mm-hmm. This whole movie, yeah, 
he he's definitely better in the next two movies. Well, that's, I think I think this is getting ahead of ourselves, but I think Mrs. Potato Head's good for him. Oh, definitely. Well, we'll talk about Mr. Yeah. Potato at the very end of this movie. Yep. Yeah, it seems like Mr. Potato Head has a lot of insecurity, yeah. which I think we'll get into next minute. Mm-hmm. We also see another thing. Uh, we see Candyland under the bed. Mm-hmm. Do you... I mean, everyone had Candyland when they were a oh, kid, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I always played Candyland. There is no skill required for that game. Right, looking it back is, on it. It's just pulling cards and moving your piece. Yeah. You can play it by yourself. You you can it could be played automatically by a computer, a yeah. really basic computer, and nothing would change. As if it's just a kids following instructions game. It's like the, the youngest thing. Yeah, which I mean, like there's a place for that in society. Games that teach you how to follow rules. But like, I guess. if you're like babysitting a little kid and they want to play Candyland, and you're just like, Ugh. You, basically, you're just going, okay, cool. I guess I'll turn off my brain for a minute. Yeah. So uh, now, uh, for another edition of Andy's Bookshelf Time, for things there's uh, just three more books that are kind of ambiguous, or kind of, there's not really much to them even, even. There's a book called Great Places for Children to Visit, which sounds nice. It does, doesn't it? Do you think, do you think Andy's family does like a lot of travel? Maybe they did when the dad was around, when Cotton Eye Joe Davis was around. Alleged Cotton Eye Joe Davis. Alleged? What, do you think he didn't exist? No, I know he he obviously exists, but was he all, like, in their Their life? life? Yeah. We'll get into this, I guess, later, but as far as father figures, Woody's it right now. Yeah. But, you know, you don't need a father when you have a strong lesbian role model. Yep. Like Andy's mom. Mm Mm-hmm. Then there's the book, Ant and Bee Go on Vacation. Mm Mm-hmm. I looked it up. There is a book series in the UK called Ant and Bee Across the Pond. But there's none of them say none of them are called Ant and Bee Go on Vacation. So this is like a made up book in a real book series. You know how nowadays Pixar will always put a reference to the next movie in their in their movies? They, sure. they didn't do it yet because they, they weren't like a real Pixar hadn't really set itself apart from Disney. This movie was just a Disney movie. A test, yeah. It was a Disney movie it only made is a by Pixar. Pixar. It's only a Pixar movie in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kickoff of Pixar when they didn't really think Pixar, didn't know if Pixar was going to be a huge thing. Yeah, so I doubt they were planning their next movie Bugs Life yeah. yet. No, probably not. But if they were, this kind of... I mean, it's the only thing about it, like an insect or insects. Are there any bees in Toy Story? I mean, um, I mean, are there any bees in uh, Bugs Life? That seems like a really big missing thing. I don't think so. Well, I'm sure there are, like, in the Bugs Life universe, but they're not if we, relevant to the story. If we ever run out of Toy Story, which we would, I mean, it would be years from now, it would be after Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. we maybe could go back and Bugs Life. look at other movies. Other Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. But that's a long time in the future. I don't think we should, like, even no. be thinking about that yet. No. But this is the closest thing to foreshadowing for a future movie. Yeah. The last book has my favorite title of all the books on Andy's bookshelf. <laughs> I had to look really close to see it. I wasn't sure if I was reading it right, so I like looked it up, and everything confirmed I was reading it right. It's called Fluffy the Puppy. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, just, you know that video? That old viral video where the panda sneezes? <laughs> And scares its mama? Yup. That was you just now. <laughs> it's not Fluffy the puppy. It's Floppy. <laughs> That's the cutest name for anything. I disagree. What? You don't floppy? think Floppy? You don't think it's a good name for a puppy? I guess. 
I mean, Why wouldn't you name your puppy Fluffy? It's so fun to say! It just doesn't sound right. I don't know. Because it's so close to Fluffy? Yeah, I think so. Just imagine going to bed at night and your single mom reading you the book Fluffy the Puppy. <laughs> That's such a cute image! Mrs. Davis going, oh, do you have Woody, Andy? You're all tucked in? Okay, what should I read you tonight? Should I read you The Adventures of Wally and Andrew B? No, I'm going to read you Floppy the Puppy. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I get it. I guess I, I get it. I get it. Something I don't think I noted before is that the authors, when they are on the spine of the books, are all like of employees at Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like the Tin Toy book says. Lasseter. Right? Yeah. John Lasseter, our man. My guy. There's one thing which, because this minute is a little sparse, let's be real, but there's one thing that I feel like is something that needs to be addressed, and that is the plastic corrosion awareness Thank meeting. Thank you for bringing that up. Led by Mr. Spell. Yup. Is it weird that Mr. Spell's the one leading it? I guess he's kind of the teacher among them? He's a teacher slash... Robot? And I was going to say, like, the intelligence of the of yeah. the outfit. Do you think he's the smartest toy? I do. Really? Because Woody comes across as pretty smart, or at least he acts Woody's like Woody's just a natural things. leader. He's not a smart person, though. What about Ham? He's not edumacated. Ham at well, least Ham is, acts very smart. He's uncultured swine. That is a, in retrospect, it's a weird joke to make about Ham, because he always comes across as knowing things. Right. Do you think he was just being condescending in Mr. Potato Head? Yeah. I think we might have talked about that absolutely. during that minute. Absolutely, he was. That was absolutely. Plastic corrosion, though. I thought this was a weird phrase, so I Googled it and found an article. Plastic is not known for corroding. That's the problem with it, is that it lasts forever. Maybe that's what the... Uh, the awareness was? Yeah. Like, hey, just so you guys know, all but, you plastic toys... Which is most of them. You're not... Yeah, you're going to be around forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And ever? And ever. You're bad for the environment. Feel bad. <laughs> Are you do- you're doing like your soft I'm not trying. Voice. That wasn't that wasn't trying to. Sorry. <laughs> Just a couple blocks away. <laughs> Sunlight helps corrode plastic and so does water, but even then, like okay, let's think about Woody. His head is made of plastic, his feet are made of plastic, his hands are made of plastic. Those parts will last long after the rest of him, mm-hmm. but they might function independently like Mr. Potato Head's parts. Right. That's going to be terrifying. That sounds frightening. For most toys, and obviously this is something that's bigger in Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. they're going to be buried under garbage, pinned under garbage for a thousand years. That's a thousand probably years. why they're all so terrified about being thrown away. Can you imagine being around for, like, maybe a decade to be played with by someone who you cannot talk to, although that apparently gives you joy being played with, mm-hmm. and then a hundred times that of torture? So Mr. Spell's basically leading the So You're Immortal <laughs> workshop. <laughs> Or maybe... They might outlast humans. Yeah. Or maybe they weren't really thinking about the words going together and it was just like, hey, plastic corrosion, that sounds like some sort of project that... If it was something, some other, something that does corrode, it does sound like a real problem that you would take if you were... Yeah, like, hey, make sure you're not corroding. Yeah, make sure your parts don't rust away. Yeah. But these aren't toys made of metal. Right. In that case, it would be like a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And the fact that not only do you live for so long, but you slowly die once mm-hmm. you do start dying. <laughs> Yikes. Toys lead a really bad life, don't they? Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, and obviously we're going to get into this more. Why are they secret from humans that they're alive? Right. I understand why the toys don't just say, hey, Andy, we're alive, because that would freak him out. He's five, going on six. I get that. I mean, yeah, it would freak anyone out, yeah. even. I mean, that's a major theme later, later in, in the movie. movie. Yeah. But why not, maybe even just to the garbage men. We're hey, alive. Don't throw us away because we're sentient beings. Maybe, like, put us in a separate location. Maybe put us together on a special task force because we're basically immortal. We can do a lot of cool things. We're intelligent. Let's wait till the government gets their hands on these toys. There was a movie that, like, about that, but it was, like, robots. Toy Story. No, not... <laughs> Dang it. The Toy Story 4 being about Bo Peep, that's uh, Red Herring. It's fake news. Yep. It's fake news. It's toy soldiers The toys fall like into the a hands of a government facility. And they're weaponized. Yes. Which, I mean, they're... Not in this movie so much, but there are bitter toys as the villains of the next two movies. Yep. Toy you Story 4, Independence villain. Day, rated R. <laughs> rated a hard R. Rated NC-17. <laughs> For greedy human deaths, the toys are just going to tear into them. Oh, absolutely. you got to realize, even if humans... It's a weird thing to think about the death of our species. But even if humans last thousands more years, eventually, at the very least, we'll leave Earth. Mm-hmm. If not just die out as a species, toys will live for a thousand years after that. It'd be like Wally, but if he was just walking around with a bunch of like living toys... Yeah, there's, you know, this fan theory on the internet that's all the movies take place in the same universe. Right, they're all the same universe, yeah. Because toys and cars and Wally all have, like, living artificial Mm -hmm. things. And bugs. They're alive. And bugs. Yeah, oh yeah, they have the cockroach. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. And there's obviously the shout-outs between them that we talked about. Mm -hmm. But if that were the case, I feel like Wally would, like, encounter a Buzz Lightyear. Right. Or a Barbie, you know? It's... So disturbing to think of, because Wally is all about, like, this hope, this sparking glimmer of hope, and you don't have that when you're a toy. Uh-uh. Especially if all living things are gone except for you, buried oh. under tons, literal tons of garbage. Not not ideal. Not, no, very little to no hope. Jeb, this minute is a bummer. That's a sad minute. We turned sad, though. It wasn't we, supposed to well, be. Well, no, the rest of it wasn't sad. Yeah, but once we start thinking about corrosion. Once you think about plastic corrosion. The only thing worse about, oh, make sure you don't corrode is, by the way, it'll be hard to corrode. How does a toy kill itself? You might want to try to start corroding there as soon as be, Andy grows up. There has to be a Dr. Kevorkian of toys out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Toy Story 4. Because eventually you're going to want to be like, okay, my life is over. And with humans, it's like we do want to extend our lives because we, it's not like we're living for centuries. Mm-hmm. It depends on who you ask, but most people would be like, oh, if I could be healthy and alive for a longer period of time, sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a breaking point to that. Yeah. Especially absolutely. when you cannot be seen by human beings. Absolutely. Human beings are everywhere. They sure are. They keep up this facade, though. What if they're seen? Because we have a lot of moments where, I mean, we'll get into this later, I guess, whenever they are almost seen. What happens if they're seen? What happens to that human who sees them? Because right. surely with thousands of, 
millions of toys and billions of people playing with them. Some person must have seen the toy moving. Some toys messed up and a person has seen them. Is it that kid's little secret? Or is it... Did they kill the kid? I don't think they'd kill. Yeah, we're, we already got. We're too getting. Dark. I was about to say we're getting way too down down a rabbit Remember hole. Remember how our first ever minute we talked about if the toys suck the lives out of humans? Somehow we got darker than that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible, but we did it on arguably one of the more boring minutes. Yeah. So we thought. Well, that that one comment does a lot. For yeah, us. that one. Well, I told sentence. you, there's yeah. a lot to talk about. Half the episode is talking about plastic corrosion. Mr. Spell, I want, I want to sit in. I on want that to have meeting. a conversation with Mr. Spell. But all of his, all of his speech is like so robotic too. It's yep. a little bit. It's like reading a really boring book about a really interesting thing. Yeah, listeners, remember that you will die, hopefully a merciful and quick death, as compared to your plastic toy <laughs> counterpart. In the future, listen, listeners, if you're listening to this, of that, if that. you have headphones in and you're underwater slowly drowning, and I guess not that slowly, if you have headphones and are listening to this podcast but don't have food and are starving to death, remember, it will take less time than corroding plastic. Well, Just remember, at least you're not a dying toy. And hopefully you won't listen to this minute, turn off your phone or iPod or whatever, and they just sit and stare into the dark void of our own humanity. And if you do, at least you're our favorite deputy. You got a friend in me. That's <laughs> the end of the episode. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, listeners. I truly feel bad for having you listen to 12, however long we were talking about that, minutes of. But it's kind of funny, right? It's a little bit <laughs> it funny. It's works. a little bit funny. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, okay, yeah, this minute's going to be... What, 15 minutes? And probably not existentially terrifying. Not, yeah, not terrifying <laughs> to think about. But here we are. Okay, we gotta end this. Bye. Bye-bye. You got a friend in me.